Hey, 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 we're live and in person out at beautiful Blaine at Atlas Pet Supply. So hopefully you can stop on by. We have got some great specials going on, and it's their fall festival. And but bring your pet in a costume, and they're having a costume contest from 1 to 6. So just make sure you stop and go by and get that. And then also they got pet photos in the back. They got a new uh, doggy daycare run play place Play, daycare. <laughs> yes they do and Fantastic. so yeah and so in case you didn't recognize that voice uh-huh. gotta turn up. yeah there now i can hear okay that would be uh katie from uh nutrisource we're going to talk to her just a bit but i just want to make sure that you stop on out to the atlet pet supply right on central avenue here we're going to be here from four to six well now it's a little after four uh, to six. We got candy. We got free samples from Nutrisource. We got specials. Uh, there's, I bought dog beds. I bought two. They're at uh, <laughs> 20% off. And the Nutrisource, how about what kind of products? What do we have off of Nutrisource? We do have all the Nutrisource products are on special. They are $2 off our five pound bags. They're $3 off of the 15 pound and $5 off the 30 pound bags. There we go. The, and, uh oh, and. The treats. Oh. They have the grain-free bites, those oh. rabbit bites that oh, all the all dogs, dogs love. love. They have them for two ninety nine today. Do they really? Yes. Oh. So good time to come out and buy them. Well, that's good. And also, alive uh, and in the house, there's two special people. One is Paul Black, who's sitting next to me. Very special. Always good to have him here. And him working on a Sunday totally blows my mind. <laughs> And then we got Alexis Thompson is in the house Woo-hoo. with her tarot cards, doing psychic readings uh, for you and or for your pet. Uh, so hopefully make sure you stop on up and keep us company so that uh, Paul can give somebody else crap other than me. No, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but anyway, so we're live at Atlas Pet Supply. Follow the signs. I put signs down there. On, did you see the signs? Yeah, I did see in? the signs. Look at that. Katie Canine is this way. Yeah. Did you see that? No, you didn't. Did you? Okay. I got here before the signs. Got here, uh, Paul got here before the signs. All right. We got some great people in front of us here, and we have one dog that is under control. Hopefully yeah. the owner is smiling here. Uh, the dog's name is Thor. Beautiful dog. The coat is. is gorgeous. But anyway, I put, her, uh, put him, sorry about that, Thor, <laughs> put him in a Starmark collar, and now his mom, does, as her arm is not six inches longer than her other arm. I think Dad's even smiling a little bit. I, if I had two of them, I'd put one on the other one, too. <laughs> but anyway, then we got Miss Dixie, a little Havanese that Aww. they just uh, just got. Oh, just a little cute as a button. And so we got so we got some audience. We got chairs here, so you can stop on out and actually have a seat. And then, like I said, we got Alexis Thompson. So let's get right into Katie here because she's got to get back to her her station here at Atlas Sampling. Pet Supply. Yes. yes, she's handing out free samples of great old good old Nutrisource, Nutrisource. from Perm, Minnesota. So what's new in the docket that Nutrisource is up to? Well, we've got some new bags. Yes, actually, you do. yes. So you're going to see a difference in our bags on our Pure Vita line, on the grain free, and even in the Nutrisource. They've went to a matte bag, which is kind of exciting. Yeah, it is. Yes, and the Pure Vita line, it is listed now as a limited ingredient diet. Because it always was it a limited is. ingredient, but it just Absolutely. didn't say that on the label. <laughs> it is limited, and we've got it on there now. There we go. And we got samples mm-hmm. here for you to try, not you, the dog. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and, and you know, you anytime you get dog. yeah, anytime you get samples uh, from a, a food that your dog does not normally eat, folks, don't go home and put it in the dish. Use it as a treat to train some tricks or whatever, so they get a little bits at the time because you know, we don't want it to send their their uh, system into a tailspin. Because some people say, "Oh, free dinner," and dump it in the bowl, and then all of a sudden, you know, the <laughs> next morning they got the runs, and then they're <laughs> blaming it on the food, and it wasn't the food; it was that the dog never had it before, and so the system just 
just kind of went, whoa. It's just like, let's say you eat eight peanut butter sandwiches all your life, and then somebody gave you steak and lobster. <laughs> Where do you think you're going to wind up? <laughs> On the toilet. <laughs> mm-hmm. And unfortunately, the dog's toilet is our rugs. Exactly. And the ratio, this table, like this is an eight-foot table, I think, or six-foot, six-foot. Yep. But anyway, and, the, the, and the, the, let's say this whole table is covered, and just a little corner is not... No, reverse that. Reverse. Just that little corner is covered. The rest of it is not. The dog, for sure, bananas will pee on that spot that's already covered and not to stop pot. So that's what we got to do. So yes. anytime you get samples, always do it slowly. Yeah. So what else is with new, up to new source here? Well, I'm pretty excited about the beef and rice and the trout and rice. Oh. We're seeing that is going over really well. A lot of people are using the, um, the beef and rice and trout and rice to rotational protein yep. feed, which you love. Yes, I love that. So it's a good protein source. It changes things up. Yep, it does. You know, it's not always chicken, not always lamb that way. And, the, and people think that dogs eat according to patability. No, folks, mm-hmm. they eat according to smellability. Smell. They come up, they sniff it, cool, bam, gone. They come up and go, not so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden, they're going to walk away. So when people say the dog is finicky, I'm like, no, you've just been feeding the same thing for too long, and it doesn't smell. The stinkier it is, the better they love it. Yes. Why? How can you explain them eating 10-day-old roadkill you know, that's been sitting out in the sun for you know 10 days, and they eat it like a a T-bone steak because it's patability. They don't have taste buds like we do. That's why, like, when I tell people to give their dogs uh, apple cider vinegar, everybody makes that face like, <laughs> yeah, you know, but the dogs don't taste that. They don't. They, we have 9,000 taste buds in our mouth. Dogs have 700. So that gives you a good of what they add. So everything is through their nose. If it smells cool, they're on it. If it has no smell, forget it. You and that's it. what one thing is that the Nutrisource, by re, it ain't bag you open because it's fresh. It smells good. It's if you tough. if your dog food doesn't smell, then tells me that it's old. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> And the fact that it's made in Minnesota, oh, local, and you can't that's get much fresher part. than that. Yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> what is it? A, a five-hour drive down here? Six? No, we have about four about from four? here. Okay, yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, okay. We're up in Purim, Minnesota, by Detroit Lakes. Yep. 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 And so anyway, so we got some new um, and the cat line uh, uh-huh. with the, the the eight or is it seven or eight new grain-free cans? There was well, we have a total of eleven right. now, but yeah, seven new ones that came out. A lot of them are chicken-free. Yes. We have good options, grain-free too which is really important for those cats. I love doing the canned food for the cats. Yes. And then our freeze-dried cat treats, oh. which my dog loves as much yes. as my cat. And that's just because they make it for uh, cats and no folks. They're, yes. They have the minnows, yep. and they have the aha tuna. Ahi tuna, ah, yes. I can never we say We can that. call it that aha. Tuna, aha. <laughs> Let's call it aha tuna. I can get that out of my lips. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, but they, they, those are great dog treats, too, mm-hmm. because, number one, they stink. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and also, it is good for the, the omega-3s and 6s yes. in there. It's good for yep. their coat and such. So, mm-hmm. so that's why, just because it says cat, everybody's like, well, it's for cat. No, it's for a dog too. Right. So, and my dogs love the the the, the uh, minnows. The minnows, my yeah, dog does too. I was putting them out for the dogs. I, I put them out, and they they have to go find them. And uh, <clears throat> Ethel, you know, that's she a three pounder. She doesn't have yeah. any teeth, right? She she comes out, and Will goes. That's my husband. He goes. Does she have something in her mouth? And I said, yeah, because the little tail sticking out the side, uh, you know, around. Because she had, you know, she got a tiny little mouth. <laughs> but anyway, I said, yeah, it's a minnow. You're giving your dogs minnows now? And I said, yeah, and she loves it. Look at her. Because you can eat them with no teeth. She can eat those. You can get it soft and then they swallow right now. I told you that my golden retriever, 64 pounds of ruby, Uh takes one little minnow treat. And she puts it down, she rolls on it, and then she eats it. Does she really? Yes. <laughs> she always rolls on one. Yeah. Dogs it's that love big. 
<laughs> loves the rolling stinky uh-huh. stuff, that's for sure. Well, if they stop on out here at Atlas Best Supply in Blaine, they, you can get free some free samples, and yep. then they got uh, deals uh, off of almost everything yes. in here. It's pretty cool. Specials I bought two- on Nutrisource and Pure Vita. Yep. Yeah. And then I also, the, their dog beds, because I know this personally, because I bought two, uh, it's 20% off of dog beds. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, just come in. They got lots of specials to the store, okay? And then I'm going to be taking your questions, too, and we'll be taking questions from the audience. So, in case anybody wants to chime uh, yeah. in, we'll be, that's why we got the extra mic. And so, yeah. any last words before we go one to break here? I can't think of any, Katie. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. I'll be Are back we, on when we have new stuff. What? When you are, yeah, you can <laughs> stop by up later if you want, in, in the second half hour. Okay. Stop that on sounds on. good. I'll well, do thanks that. for stopping by. Go, go hand out the free samples i will do that thank there we you go. thank you there we go all right is we is, is it uh, carly i didn't even say hi to you it's okay you I'm had so you had an agenda sorry. no worries. i'm so sorry carly okay. so how are you i'm good how are you good how was the week it was it was good it was a little uh stressful because me being in grad school um I not i not only have like grad school um, assignments I have to complete, but then they were just like, oh, why don't you build a website? You have free time. Build a website that has like five different pages and four other extensions and all of this. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Right. I don't need to have a life. Don't worry about it. No. I won't sleep. You're building a website for who? Uh, so it's a requirement of the state, I guess, now that teachers or potential teachers have to build a website okay. that... Um, I guess they can show what they've learned. I don't know. Okay. It's called a clinical experience site. So oh, okay. it's like stuff that I've done in the classroom and then stuff that I'm learning. And I oh, don't know. Good gravy. But it's just, right. you know, it's just one more thing where I'm just like, I don't have time to focus on this. Uh, or keep track and then of you it. take the time out to come to work on a Sunday. I, I appreciate do. it greatly. It's okay. All Anything right. for you, Katie. You know. Thank you. You're so nice. I'm here for now- everyone. And I want to remind remind, yeah, remind everybody we got Jace uh, Jason we got Alexis here doing the tarot cards for the owners and for the dogs. You know, last time I had her do one for me. We should do it again today. Give her a little bit more time. Maybe Paul, have you ever had it done? No, I'd have to have a dog. No, for you. Well, for me. Yeah, for no, a tarot reading for you, haven't you? No, that'd be great. Oh, we're gonna have to have her come over and give do you. All right. Okay. Say okay. Today, what we're doing? We're not doing jokes. We're not. Do, we're doing. Um, uh, Guinness Book of Records on oh, dogs. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Did you see the answers? No, I okay. saw something about mothballs. So I yeah. didn't see okay. any. Paul is cheating okay. already. <laughs> yep. Polly, well, you first, to win. first he's got to get it right. He thought yeah. he said mothballs. It says most balls. Oh, <laughs> there you go. There you go. So he's not cheating oh. then. Okay, right. folks, give a holler with your questions. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Okay, what is the most balls caught by a dog's paw in one minute? We'll be right back. All righty then, we're back. And we're live up at uh, for the Fall Festival at Atlas Pet Supply in Blaine. Come on out. We've got free samples of Nutrisource. We've got a, a pet costume contest going on, so come on out. we got prizes. We're just having a good time. We got cookies, treats for humans, treats for dogs. Okay, most balls caught by a dog's paw in one minute. Do you have any idea? It was a female, I'll give you a hint. It was a female beagle named Purin. P U R I N, Purin. Female Burt Beagle. What do you think? How many do you think? Well, there's 60 seconds in a minute. Okay. And I'm going to say 11. What's Carly? What? Carly, um, what do you think? I'm going to say 20. 
Okay, you ready for this? Yeah. What did you say? 11. 11? And you said 20? Yeah. Okay, just using her paws in one minute? Yeah. She caught 14 balls. Oh. In one minute. That's pretty doggone good. That's pretty good. Yeah. Okay, the 10-year-old canine goalie from uh, Japan trains with her with her owner. Uh, I can't pronounce that Japanese name. For about 15 minutes each day, according to Guinness. Most impressive, Perrin holds two different world records. In t- 2015, she set a world record for traveling 10 meters, or about 33 feet, on a ball. Faster than any other dog. She beats her own record this year when she traveled the same distance in 10.39 seconds. Wow. So that, who knows? Man. Look at the focus of Beagle and all is right. Well, okay. Hey, you got any questions there? Yeah, we have. Oh, do you? Yep, we, we have one. Questions. Well, let's yeah. take some questions. Okay, buyer. Oh, okay, we have Kelly on the line. And Kelly has a question about they just bought a pug as of yesterday. And she just wants general tips to get them started off on the right foot all right hi kelly how you doing hi katie i'm great i'm so excited to talk to you and i can't believe alexis is there doing tarot cards and i'm missing oh them. yes well you can we're, hey we're here till six <laughs> <laughs> and then did you hear the big one i had got her dog tarot cards and she this forgot amazing them. Yes. Oh. No. So, so everybody now tomorrow morning on Jason and Alexa, everybody call her up and ask her where the dog tarot cards were. <laughs> we'll really make her. So you got a new pug. How old? Ten weeks. Ten weeks. All right. Have you had a pug before? We have. Yes. My oh, good. Family, okay. I grew up having a pug, so I know. I know they're you know particular, and um, you know he's he seems to be very pug like already, but. Man, it's been a while since I had a puppy, and I thought, yes. i got to get Katie's tips and tricks. I will tell you, I went uh, right away to the store, and I said, Katie K9 says I need a grain-free dog food. So There you go. <laughs> there that. you go. And then you got a kennel? Um, we actually, my sister's coming over today with one. Good. Start put, put the dog in the kennel at night next to your bed. All right, next okay, to your bed. Okay. And because now the pup lost his mom, his litter mates. Who are you? Where is he? He's going to be screaming. Is it he or she? It's a boy. Yes. Right, we what? had him next to our bed last night, um, and and he we got up a few times. So I, but I, that's good because I didn't know if we should have him in our room or not. Yes, because it's part of the bonding process is what it is. All right. Okay. So what you're going to do is uh, put it next to your bed. So if he starts to whine, you can just gently tap the kennel quiet. Now, if he goes to bed about ten, he's probably going to wake up about you know one, two, and five, six to go out okay. to go potty. All right. Okay. So then uh, take him out. Don't talk to him or anything. Just take him out and then tell him what you're doing. Go potty, go potty, or get busy, get busy. And then maximum time, two minutes. If he doesn't get in, get it out. Bring him back in. All right? Because okay. you don't, uh, don't want to create a putzer. You know, he's going to get it done. He's going to get it done now. All right? Okay. And in the morning, you got to get a, a piddle and a doo-doo first thing. Let's see you take got him it. out and you get the piddle right away. Now remember, he's on like a 15-foot, 20-foot line. All right? And so then stand still in the one area you want him to go potty in. Go potty, go potty. And then when he does go potty, good potty. Thank you. Good potty. Don't say good boy. Remember that. That gets him all crazy in the headsy, all right? Mm. And then uh, anytime he does something well, you're just going to call me and say, thank you. Very nice. Thank you. Or good potty. Very nice. Okay. It, uh, okay. And then uh, maximum t- time out is. The training treats when he goes potty. Uh, 
No. Then the dog learns to go out there, splash, and come back in for that treat, and he's not done. And guess what? About 0.2 seconds, you're going to have, <laughs> you want it to be a total verbal praise. Don't touch him either, because then that splits his brain. Okay, you want him to understand what he's out there for, to go potty, and then get his butt back to you. All right. Got so it. that's why. Okay. So no treats when you know me. I do not train with treats at all. It's you. You are the treat. Your verbal praise and your physical praise. All right. Got it. Okay. Okay. And so that's why, like I say, in a 15, 20 foot line. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I just got the sign. She loves me. But anyway, uh, yeah. So that's a big. And then don't give the dog any freedom in the house. Keep him with you, so that they, they, you're gonna lessen the mistakes. All right. Okay. Uh, and so you keep him on a leash. If you let him drag a leash around the house with a collar. Okay, and then um, so that he gets used to it. And every once in a while, pick the leash up, walk with it. Good job, good job. Drop the leash. So he gets used to having something bump on his neck. Mm. All right. So mm-hmm. then that, then he's going to start learning leash walking uh, earlier and quicker. All right. Mm. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have another dog or do you, is this a, a lone dog? Uh, Twelve chickens. No doubt. Twelve chickens, yay! So you don't want a couple roosters, do you? I got two lace roosters and uh, two Brahma roosters. No. I want to try to find a home no. for. No. Okay. Well, they get along just fine. You know, I just got too many roosters. I get it. <laughs> so. I get it. But anyway, so yeah, so that's the big thing. Set up your rules. Stick by them. Just because he's cute, you know, if you're going to let him on all the furniture, fine. Then he gets to be on the furniture. But don't make one rules when he's little. And then as okay. he gets bigger, now he's not. Uh, find your vet that you want to use. All right, and then now you know me and in, in vaccinations, <laughs> yeah. and so you need to read the book "Stop a Shock the uh, Shock to the System," "Shock to the System" okay. by O'Driscoll. Before you do any more shots, any shots at all, please read that book. Okay, and then because you got to empower yourself, because you can start out. Uh, unlike other dogs, all right. You know what I mean. Okay. You have the power to do things uh, different from the beginning. All right. Got it. And then, um, yeah, so and then have a, an area in the house that you can uh, make a playpen where if you don't have time to watch him, he can be in. Otherwise, he's in his kennel. And don't get the all-wire kennel. Get the plastic kennel. Remember, dogs are denning animals. They want to feel secure in what they're in. And so if you get the all-wire, they feel like they're susceptible to the whole world. Mm. And, then what ha- and, so, and so a lot of times people will put... Uh, uh, you know, uh, a towel over it or a sheet over it. Well, the dog just pulls it through and eats it is what he does. So the oh, okay. all-plastic kennel is the one that you want. Plus, those wire kennels make a lot of noise, a lot of noise. Okay. I don't know if you've ever been in one. I've been in one, <laughs> one of those wire <laughs> kennels. And they do. They rattle. They, ra- they, 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 they sound very hollow. They're not. And dogs hearing, remember, are almost 10,000 times better than ours, right? And so, I mean, it unnerves me. I can only imagine what it does to the dog. Mm-hmm. And so that's why you want just a plastic kennel, okay? Okay. Okay. Can I ask you one more thing, Katie? Sure. So we fostered a dog for a little while, and I work from home, and one of the concerns I have is the dog getting overly attached to me because I'm Mm -hmm. there so often. Right. Um, So where in theory I could have the dog in my office, should I Mm -hmm. put him in his own space? You know, a, a little bit throughout the day, or is is, is that going to happen, or was that just the personality of this one dog? Um, uh, well, personality of a dog has a lot to do with it. Yeah. But what I would do is have two separate areas, one in your office where he can come to your office for a little while, okay. and then he has his own place outside of your office. Mm-hmm. So he that he can learn that, you know, even though they, they can smell you're around, right? Mm-hmm. And so, but physically not to have him, like, under, you know, right next to you. 
And so that's what I would do is that start okay. out with him in the office, but give him time to go other, you know, to the other place and then back okay. and forth as he gets more independent, about four, four and a half months. Then he can spend more time, you know, at the other place and then and then do a 50 50. The, the whole thing is to get the dog secure of being independent and got not it. dependent. And got then it. as you yeah. got that, then he can come to work with you anytime. OK, okay. Love so it. you got to build to that, all right? Okay. So yeah, read the book uh, "Shock to the System" by O'Driscoll, and another book that I just dearly love is Melissa Berryman's book, um, uh, "People Training for Good Dogs." People mm-hmm. training for good dogs. Hi. So read that. To- Yes. To kind of you know brush yourselves up, stay out of doggy play care play areas, stay out of dog parks. Only have this pup get together with dogs that you know. Okay, yeah. do not bring them to uh, like you know. Uh, mm-hmm. The dog stores and such like that. There's too many germs. The system isn't, the dog system isn't up and going yet. I, I don't like people to bring their puppies out until, yeah, and put them on the floor <laughs> until, it's one thing to have them in your arms, you know, but to put yeah. them on the floor at least until they're about four and a half, five months, uh, six months would be better because then their immune system is up and really going. So. Okay, that's good to know. Awesome. Okay. Okay, oh, well, get, keep me on the radar. Know. If you got any other questions, give me a holler. Okay. Okay. Thanks. thanks. Good luck. Take care. Bye-bye. We forgot to ask his, what his name was. And we know it was a boy, Pug, but we forgot to ask the name. Oh, well. All right. Well, uh, oh, we got to run? Trivia time? Yes. Or should we say world record time? Yes, world, world record time. Now? Yes. Okay, fastest dog on two paws. Guinness, wor- wor- blah, blah, blah. Guinness world record of fastest dogs on two paws. All right, we'll be back. Alrighty then, we're live out at Atlas Pet Supply in Blaine on Central Avenue here. Stop on out, say hi. We're having a fall festival here. We got lots of deals going on. I got 20% off my dog bets. And we got Paul Black here. We got Alexis doing the tarot cards for you or your pet. So stop out. We got a costume contest, and that goes till six o'clock. And you can get photos, your pet photos done in your costume, uh, not your costume, the dog's costume, <laughs> or um, or you don't have to have a costume on your pet. They got a really nice setup there where your dog can just be their dog, just a dog. And then, um, but it's very fall. So, so stop on out to Atlas Pet Supply. Go to atlaspetsupply.net. Atlaspetsupply.net. Okay, fastest dog on two paws. Okay, let's see. Uh, let's see. Let's see. A GIF, the famous Hollywood Pomeranian, previously held, previously held two world records for quickly running on his hind legs and front legs. The talented and tiny canine in 2014 made it into the world record books for the fastest 10 meters on hind legs. Okay, Paul, do you have any idea? So you want to know? This is a 10 how meters on hind legs. He got it to 10 meters. Right. 10 meters on hind legs. How fast? I have no idea. Three seconds. Okay, Carly, you have any idea? Uh, let's go 10 seconds. <laughs> okay, 6. 6.56 seconds. He went 10 meters on his hind legs. Oh. 6.5 seconds. Okay, then now the fastest five meters on the front paws. That was his back paws. This is the, okay. fr- the fastest meters on the front paws. What do you think? This is five meters now. The last one was 10 meters. This is five meters. So I think like... Five seconds. You said five, okay. Paul? Yeah, yep. he said five seconds. I think like two and a half. <laughs> okay. Okay, now the last one was 10, 10 meters on his back paws, okay? On right. his hind legs. This is his front paws, 7.7 7 seconds. Ugh. 
While his record has since been beaten, the pooch became the internet sensation and even had a starring role in pop star Katy Perry's music video, yeah, video Dark Horse. Do you know what that is, Dark Horse? I, I do. Yeah, it's yeah. Great oh, song. Okay, it's a good song. Okay, yep. So he, so he's in it. So he's in it. Cool. Huh. Okay. There you go. Interesting. Okay. So there. Now you know. Now we do know. Water cooler yeah, stuff. This is, this there, is where it's at. There you go. There I'm you go. And we're all, yeah, we're here with uh, up at Atlas Pet Supply. Uh, we got great free samples for Nutrisource. Come on up. Okay, we got a question from, you want to step on up? We got a question from the audience here. And then if you got any questions, give a holler. 651-641-1071. Yeah, just take the mic. There you Hi, go. Hi, Katie. This is Marilee. I Hi, have Marilee. two chihuahuas, and yes. a nine and a ten-year-old. They've been best buds for years, but now they're really getting snarky with each other. Okay. Uh, is that normal? And uh, what could I do to? What's what should I do? What are they being snarky over? Uh, me. Okay, as far and, as I've and, and even la- the dog bed getting into you know just get, you know the older one doesn't like the little one getting too close. Okay, to so how old is the older one? Ten. Ten. Okay. This one right here. <laughs> is it like a everyday occurrence or just every so often? Every day. Is it every day? And uh, and they, I let them sleep with me and it's in bed too. Okay. Do they sleep like on the same side of you? Or is one on side one side one on the other side? One or on, right. Okay. Okay. So now, how long has this been going on? Oh, probably the last couple of years. Oh, a couple of years. Snarkier. Oh, okay. What do you do about it? Oh, I try to knock it off. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, because the big thing is, thanks, Marilyn. Now, your your pet your pet ornaments too, right? Yeah. I do the okay. See, I knew that. Okay. Here, you got to take this. Okay, this gal, you guys have no idea. If you want an eye, awesome, you still do it. Yes, I'm still okay. painting them. Yes, no, this you have no idea how her the talents this gal's got when it comes. She takes and paint. You give her a dog, a picture of your dog. Photo. Okay, mm-hmm. and and then you, I had mine done on a bulb, and I was so scared that it was a glass bulb, and I was so happy it was yeah. a plastic. Yeah, bulb. they're they're plastic, but they look like. Glass. Oh, they do. They yeah, really do. Because yeah. you did my Gilligan, and then they did a, a couple for a couple of my girlfriends. But anyway, and so now, how can they get a whole of you because this is something that right now yeah, you got to think about now yeah. right so how long does it usually what's the turnaround time for that um, pe- well ornament? turnaround time i can't say for sure it right. depends on every every animal but right. get, they have to get orders in before december 1st okay. if they want it for okay. christmas okay. so it's just petportraitornaments.com okay yeah, but you guys have no idea it, it, it is phenomenal it Thank looks you, like Katie. the picture you know, is on the bulb. You know what I mean? That it wasn't painted. It's just, thank you, Marilee. You did awesome. Yeah, in fact, I, I got to order some more of those. Now, that's no, you know, you know what I mean? I was, I'm looking, yes, I know you. And so, but anyway. Okay, when you got two dogs that are being grumpuses, and you know, chihuahuas aren't noticed for being that friendly anyway, <laughs> as, as, especially to people. But the, the bigger thing would, I would try is number one, I would try, do you know which of the two would be the leader? If you saw the top dog, he'd be number one. Okay, so what I would do with him, I would, uh, I, you're not going to like this, I would kick him off the bed, <laughs> number one. And then I would give two spots, even though the area, the, the, instead of sharing a bed, have two separate beds. So what, one could go into one bed and curl up, one can go into another bed and curl up. And you know, he may, this one might go into the other one, the other will growl, but hopefully he'll back out and go into the other bed. Try to separate things so that there's less... Uh, possibility of snarkiness. Do they snark over toys at all or anything? 
Okay. Because a lot of times, what she said a little bit, that's right, her tears never mind. <laughs> but because what, we, as we get older, we get more grumpy about things that we used to tolerate, and some, and dogs are, are the same. And so I guess what I would try to do is try doing more separate things with them, like, okay, you're here with one and the other one's at home. Uh, and so when they come home, it's almost like they've been refreshing that this one hasn't always been in the, each other's faces. Because, you know, siblings get tired of each other. You always, you know, two legged kids. And so that's what I would do is try separate. Now, where you feed them, do you get put them in separate places? Two separate crates. Good, good. Okay, see that, and that's good. But doing the separate thing is good. But see that that some dogs, when they sleep in bed with you, there isn't a you know a hierarchy problem, and some dogs there are. So you just might want to take one off and see what happens for a week, and see if that changes the dynamics. If it doesn't, take both of them off. For and this isn't for the life. This is just we're we're trying to find out you know, what's in their brain so that we can see why they're being snarky, you know. And so that if they get their egos knocked down a little bit, maybe they're not going to be so snarky to each other. But by sleeping with you, a lot of times that creates some snarkiness. Like, no, 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 me. Just like, let's say, um, you know, you got your dog in the bed and the, the other half comes in and the dog stands up and starts growling at that. It's right, wrong. This is ours, not yours. And that, that dog goes off that bed immediately. And so that's why, like I said, to try to just uh, toy with it a little bit to see what, would work best. Is that, that's the, the big thing to do, okay? And then sometimes, too, the one that seems to be doing the snarky most, this sounds goofy, but if you let them drag a leash around the house, let them drag a leash around the house. Because then that's in their mind is kind of like you're, you're in control. They, they, you know, whereas I can't be naughty because mom is kind of like right here. So you might want to try that. Let them drag a leash around the house, the one that's the snarkiest. I shouldn't be eating that cookies. I'm getting, I'm getting caught in there. But anyway, hey, so do we, do we, you got a question? Uh-huh, what? Okay, well, we'll get, we'll get this question, then he can get his question. Come on up. You got to come up. You got to talk into it. Thanks, Mary Lee. Keep up with your good talents there. Okay, hold it kind of close. Go for it. Okay, I have Thor. Yep. Beautiful pit. Nice. Who's not used to children. Yep. How do I get him used to children before my daughter has her baby in May? That is a long road. <laughs> You're going to start going to playgrounds, and you're going to be on the outside of him so he gets used to the, the goofy, you know, the, the, the uh, what do you want to call it? The, kids are nuts. You know, they're screaming, they're running, they're ah, and that unnerves a lot of dogs, okay? When the kids are calm, usually then things are, are, are better. And that's why what you want to do is start out having him watch the playground far away, and then you want to be able to get closer and closer. Don't allow people to come up. That, Can we pet your dog? No, we're in training right now. Okay, and what you're after is you have, you got to reward good behavior. When he's being okay, like, oh, you just, you know, hanging out, kind of, hey, how you doing? Now that you've got a training collar on and you're not restraining him with a harness, that's going to make a whole difference. Now he feels like you're more in charge and that he doesn't have to take charge of the situation. And so then by <clears throat> then what you're going to start doing is that um, find people where that you can sit with him, you know, like here, and then, okay, we got a kid right there, whereas this one would give him a treat. All right, but the, the, what sets most dogs in motion is their. See, now I'm watching him right here. Okay, now he's he was, he was interested in him, but he wasn't. Now to me, that's not snark. That's curiosity. Okay, so uh, that's that was good to see right there. So you no, know, it tells me that that he's probably unnerved by their their busyness. You know, they're running and stuff like that. And I, all, anybody that brings their kids to my place, I say no running. No, when the dogs are out, you walk and walk calmly. 
But and you know, when you tell that to a kid, that's like saying, "Do it." <laughs> so then, what happens? I put my dogs inside. I don't put, set my dogs up for failure because my dogs will go be an idiot. Every dog will, with especially when they have a high prey drive. You know, like my Zelda, my my Dane Boxer, she has a very high prey drive. All right, and so what's going to happen is that when they're run, she's on them, and she'll knock them right over. And it's not because she's vicious or you know hates them it's the, that prey drive it runs i'm on it i'm gonna knock you down okay get up let's do it again <laughs> and that's what you want you just get him around to be around kids have the kids sit down give him a treat you know what i mean not get up into his face all right and don't get down don't ever let a child come into the dog's face and give him a hug and a kiss don't ever let a child hug the dog because that my that's when my daughter was younger um, I she could not hug the, hug the dogs. That was a big no no. She got spanked for it because the thing is, what she will do at home, she will do to other dogs, and I don't want her to even think that that it's okay with my dogs. Because then she'll do it to other, and that's will get that will get a bit. So you got to teach the the children manners around dogs, <clears throat> and then know your dog's triggers, and don't like I say when the kids start running, dogs in behave, you know is in the kennel or on a leash tied to you, so you got control of the situation. But he's right now. If he was had an attitude with kids, that kid that came up to him, yeah, that kid that wouldn't have worked like that. <laughs> okay, so no, so he's he's good. It's just a question of he's probably got a high prey drive, so when they're moving, he's on it, and that's what you just got to respect and, and know how to work with. Okay. 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 Thank Thanks. you. All right, where are we at? Are you there, Carly? Um, yeah, I am here. We should probably get some fun facts or Guinness facts or whatever we're calling Something. them. Yes. All right. Whoopsies. <laughs> okay. There we go. All right. Paul, you still with us? Huh? Okay. Yeah, he's still here. <laughs> he's falling asleep. <laughs> Wake up, Paul. And Angie's here. Angie's here and her son's here. And they're going to have a question. Maybe when you come back from break, you want to ask that question? Uh, he's not too. doesn't look too enthused. Even though I'm very impressed that you have your Viking shirt on. Yes, we are true believers. We have a couple yeah. questions back here, too. Yeah, Paul's not You can't see the Viking stuff <laughs> I have on. <laughs> I am not going there. That's what I was thinking, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, the look on your face. Yep. Okay, most tennis balls held in a dog's mouth. Most tennis balls held in a dog's mouth. And it's a golden retriever. I'll give you that hint, okay? We'll be back. Hey, thanks for staying with the Katie Kane Show. I'm live out at Atlas Pet Supply up in Blaine, right off of 65. I'm here with Nutrisource Pet Foods. We got Nutrisource Specials, $5 off a 30-pound bag, uh, $3 off a 15 or a 13-pound, and $2 off a 6-pound. So stop on out for that special. We got free samples. We also have a lot of specials throughout the store. It's their fall festival. There's a Halloween costume, pet costume, from 1 to 6. And the, so come on. And then they got pet photos. So, and then, no, uh, Paul pointing at somebody you mean that dog over there no, no not the dog uh, <laughs> the human yeah the human that's directly across from us right mm-hmm. now is elastics alexis thompson and she's doing the tarot cards a psycho reading psycho <laughs> psychic reading yeah. Oh, yeah there you go and so come on out and you could have a reading done for you or for your dog so she's here till six along with me doing the show here so that's alexis thompson she's an awesome lady and it's it is a fun time so do it do it you can do it for yourself or for your dog Okay, yeah, so yeah, you can just get it on. Okay, uh, so sorry about that. We were uh, I t- had a Starmark collar uh, person that I uh, put the dog on to, and so it's it's like I say, check it out. It does work really good. The Starmark S T A R. We talked about them a couple weeks ago. They're great for medium dogs, and they're great for and uh, engineers. And engineers, yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Oh, you took your your ears off. Oh, he took his blinky ears off. But anyway, thank you. Thanks for stopping. I greatly appreciate it. But yeah, stop out, say hi. We greatly appreciate it. All right. Oh, question. Yeah. Okay. 
the most tennis balls held, held in a dog's mouth. Uh, Augie, a golden retriever in Texas, earned himself a world record in 2003 after he fit regulation-sized tennis balls in his mouth at the same time. How many do you think that is? Uh, one, Pum? two, three, four, five, six. I'm going to say a dozen. A dozen? Whoa. What do you think, Carly? Um, I was going to say like seven. Okay, you're closer. It's five. Okay. Five. Ah, come on. After I could fit five in fit. my mouth. <laughs> you're That's because you got a big mouth, Paul. <laughs> Whoa. Well, maybe. Yeah, he fit in 2003 after he fit five regulation-sized tennis balls in his mouth at the same time. Wow. So that's pretty good. I've only seen three uh, myself, a couple labs that have gotten three in their mouth, huh. but I haven't seen any more than that. So that's pretty good. Five. Can you imagine that? But it ta- you should saw how they do it. They do it. And I don't know how they teach themselves that. They do it very tender, very slowly as they push down and they reposition the dog in the or the the ball in the mouth. It was it's pretty interesting. Hmm. So anyway, okay. Do we have um, calls back there? Yes, we do. Well, let's let's put them on. Okay, so we're going to talk to Carol, and Carol has a question about she thinks she has an untrainable dog. Uh-oh, nothing's untrainable. <laughs> nothing's untrainable. Even Paul, Paul's trainable, so yeah. there's nothing well, to be Well, kind of, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who is this? Carol. Hey, hey Carol. Hi there. How you doing? Uh, I, uh, good. How are you doing? Good, good. What kind of dog you got? Well, I have a little poodle. His name's Henry. I called you a couple okay. times before about him. Okay. But, um, I had seen on your um, on your webpage that you do a consultation, and I was just seeing if maybe uh, if I would be able to do a consultation with you to uh, look at him because he's uh-huh. he's. Um, I had taken him for training once once before. We went through a training, um, and he just doesn't listen but the only thing that ever uh went through his head was was the uh set that's uh that's about it otherwise he's his head his, his little mind is just going a uh, hundred miles an hour he just he doesn't he doesn't listen you, you tell him to stay as soon as i move he, he his, his butt go, goes up and he's, okay um, and, how, and how old is he he's uh 12 uh or 14 months old 14 months old. Okay, and then uh, how t- how many pounds? He's about eight, uh, about seven pounds. Okay, and then and now did you, when you took, okay, good. And when you took him to training, what kind of training collar did you use, if any, or did you just do all treats or what? Just, just used a re- regular collar at that time. Okay, when you go for a walk, where does he walk, out in front of you or along next to you on a loose lead? Well, I had uh, he's uh, out in front of me. I had gotten him some kind of harness once before. The the uh, when I was at the uh, training place, they recommended some kind of harness, but he still pulls. Yeah, no. What you need is a, you not necessarily need a consultation. You just need either a private lesson or uh, take a class. I have a quickie class coming up next Saturday. It's a one time okay. for three hours, and so we get mm-hmm. the right training collar on them, and then get because three quarters of the training is training you, not the dog. All right, right. we got to get you. Right. We got to get you organized. And so I would okay. strongly suggest maybe doing the quickie class, and that's next Saturday from the twentieth from uh, ten to one out at my place in Hugo. And a lot of places people call. use. Yeah, a lot of people use that uh, because it's uh, $120. A lot of people mm-hmm. use that because uh, they don't, you know, they want to use me, but they live too far away. And so mm-hmm. that's why they yeah, come on the, sa- the Saturdays. Okay, yeah, so it to be one time for three hours, and that'll be money well spent because we'll get the right training mm-hmm. collar on them, give you the tools, and you also get handouts. 
All right. You also get handouts so that you don't have to try to remember everything. <laughs> All right. And because that's the whole thing is what I think is missing here. Harnesses are strained. They don't train. All right. They restrain. They don't train. And so that's why all the harnesses do is teach the dog to pull. If a dog walks fine on a harness and doesn't pull, great. But majority of my see they're pushing off the rear end and the front end is barely even touching the ground. And that's mm-hmm. restraining. Okay. So that's why we got to get the right training collar on, get you organized and things should go a lot better for you. Okay. So why don't you look into the see if October 20th, and that's the next Saturday from 10 to 1, if that'll okay. work for you, all right? Okay. And I then let me know. Get, yeah, give me a call up at Katie's Canines. I will do you that. Can, Thank you so right, much. You, can, you bet. You can go to my web, Yeah, go to the website off of mytalk1071.com, go to my show page and click on my website, okay? And then okay. let me know Thank for sure so if you're much. coming, and we can go for that. Okay, take care. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Um, hi, there we go. And uh, yeah, people just remember, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Harnesses restrain, they don't train. If you have dog has a harness on and you don't even know the dog is down there, perfect. The dog is, you can use a harness, there's no problem. But if you're constantly pulling and restraining that dog, then the harness is not right for you because you want something that the dog listens to and you got control of their head, especially like here out at Atlas Pet Supply here in Blaine. Okay, we got a lot of dogs coming in and pe- dogs that are on harnesses, th- you don't have any control of their their head because if you control their you know wherever their head is that's what can get bit or do a bite <laughs> and so that's why we want some kind of training collar on so that the dog will listen and so that he'll be sociable in this situation we know we got to train not restrain okay okay do we got any other calls there yes we do let's take it all right we have molly on the line and molly has a question about she is a new puppy who is what she calls a big mouther <laughs> Mouther, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, she, she has, likes she, the mouth. Yeah. All righty then. Okay, Molly. Yes. Hi. Hi there. What kind of pupper? What's your breed of your dog? He is a Great Pyrenees. Oh my. Um, okay. Yeah. So he's a he's a big boy. He's almost six months old, and he's about eighty pounds. Yeah. No kidding. So, have you ever had a peer, um, have, you, have you ever had a Great Pier before? I have not had a Pier, but I've had a lot of large breeds. I've had Rottweilers. I've had Bernese Mountain Dogs. Um, okay. But he's a challenge compared to both of those. Right. Okay. First of all, you got to realize this. This is a breed that I am totally in awe of, because what they were bred for is to be totally independent from uh, humans and don't need us, but yet take care of a flock, whether yeah. it's uh, you know goats, whether it's sheep, whether it's whatever. All right. And so the thing is, is that that's where the problem lies: is that they are in a very, very independent dog. All right. Yeah. They have. They don't have very much use for us humans. <laughs> so I've the, they. Right. And so there's real time and there's great. People Pyrenees time. And so what you've got to do is you got to you got to find a good sense of humor. If you don't have the good sense of humor, you're not going to make it. <laughs> and then what you just got to do, deepen your voice, slow it down. And as his mouth comes around, you got a couple things. You could take like a plant mister, a hair mister, fill it with water, and as and carry it with you. So if he here comes the mouth, blast him in the face in a deep voice. Go ah. No bite. And as soon as he backs off, don't pet him. Just call me and say thank you. Very nice. And redirect. Where's your ball? Let's go over here. Even though great peers aren't noted for their, their playing skills, <laughs> they kind of more or less are investigative, checking this out and checking that out. But anyway, or you could try like that. If the water doesn't work in the face, you could try half apple cider vinegar, half water in the bottle, and okay. aim for his nose or for his mouth. Ah, 
No bite. And as soon as he backs off, thank you. The first five times you say and spray, and then you give him a growl, ah, no bite. And then if he doesn't, then the correction comes. The first five times is the word and the correction at the same time. And then what you just got to do, but then redirect. Don't stand there and wait and see if he's going to do it again. Okay, just like, okay, let's go look for daddy. or let's, You know what I mean? Get him on to something else. Don't yeah. stand there and wait for something else, all right? Because, like I said, peers are very hard to train because they are very, oh, how do you want to say it? Well, they're, not, they're independent, but they're very, they just kind of have that attitude uh, as far as uh, they lumber through life. You know, they're, they're not in any big hurry, and they have their moments of being, you know, dumpy and stuff, but they prefer to just kind of hang out and observe is what it is. Well, he's, he's funny because um, he's quite um, energetic, playful, and interactive, and he does most of the mouthing or the nipping when he wants something. So if he wants to be fed, if he wants to go out, if he wants to play, that's his preferred method of communication. And, of course, I prefer that he goes and gets the ball if he wants to play. Um, right, but then you're if you give him anything when he does that, other than a correction, then you're enabling that. that you know what right. I mean? So I that's what you got to do is that you got to redirect and he doesn't get anything by mouth and he just gets the correction. But if you okay. want, got more for me, just hang on and we got to go to break, okay? So All hang right. on and we'll, we'll address this when we get back. We'll, oh, where are we? World's tallest dog. What's the world's tallest dog? <laughs> 